Welcome back to another episode of the Hoodie in a Headband podcast show. I'm your co-host, Bryce Warner, coming at you live. You sound like a DJ. I'm your boy, Tariq McDowell. Hey, you know who you is? I didn't know which one I wanted to say. Anyways, yeah. man, we back with another episode, man. Tariq, short week. It's third time this week. We are seeing the people. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good, man. I can't complain. Y'all saw me. Two days ago, so ain't ain't nothing changed, you know. It's, wait, wait, it's they insist, they insist, they We apologize, no YouTube episode for the last oh, episode, yeah. but we on. Hey, we on. You be back on your screens, your, your, your telephones, your tablets, your laptops, TVs, fire sticks, whatever. We back. Sorry about oh, that. We back. But we did, we did do an episode. So if you're not tapped in with the Apple, Spotify. All them other accounts that are you need to, because I don't know how you got here and you ain't tapped in with that to begin with. Like that still is a is a thing. Still gotta, you know, put play on them on them episodes, give us five stars. You know, we hey, we still pushing that out too. You know, wherever you get podcasts at, we are at. So if that's YouTube, is that um Spotify, Spotify, Apple, Apple, Amazon. Believe so, possibly. Not sure. Google Podcast, yes. I have a friend of mine that uh, he has a, um a Galaxy, and he doesn't use Spotify or Apple, obviously. Well, he, he doesn't use Apple, obviously. Doesn't use Spotify. But he uses Google for his podcast. We got a Galaxy. One it? Hey, people make choices, man. But oh no, though we back with another episode, man. Tariq, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I can't complain. Uh, been two days since we last recorded. Yes. I'll say. Not much has changed since then. Uh, we've seen a couple more basketball games, yep. uh, college basketball wise. Yep. Got a little bit more to talk about. Um, it's still early, so you know. I'm not gonna mention, not gonna be able to mention everything and everybody, but try my best to get some some mentions out there and make sure that people that tapped in with certain players and certain teams. Mostly. How about you, my boy? I'm good. Can't complain, man. I'm back doing what I love, talking to the people about the great game of basketball. Shout out to Dr. James Naismith for creating this game. Shout out to everybody who's had a hand and a part of making this game what it is. So, and shout out to women. Shout out to women in sports. That's a fact. So, yeah, we got a college episode for y'all. We're going to be doing this throughout the season, providing both NBA and college content because uh both are happening at the same time. And uh what are we? Uh Who's Podcast. So, we are going to start off with marquee match by the night. Caitlin Clark in Iowa against... George A. Moore and Elizabeth Kitley and Virginia Tech. Star set a matchup. Star guard matchup. Buckets everywhere. Iowa took the dub late game. Caitlin Clark dropped the casual 40. A casual 40. If it's so casual. That's just like, I, 
this is like one of the games I was I wasn't really amazed by Caitlin Clark because like every you know like last year and like her sophomore year, freshman year, whatever, everybody was amazed by Caitlin Clark and what she was doing. Now it's just another day in the office, bro. Senior year, it's just like you know, senior eyes just kicking in. She's just like, bro, I'm just trying to get through the season. Casual forty. I would say no. I would say senior eyes is kicking in. She still got. She's still playing hard, obviously. So senior eyes hasn't kicked in. But I guess senior I senior itis for the watching eyes has kicked in. It's just like, bro, that's regular for Caitlin. She's been doing this for four years now. Come on now, league her number one pick, number two pick, whatever. Yeah, man. Uh, you know she didn't shoot the ball well from three. Still ended up making five of them. Um. The team as a whole didn't shoot the ball well from three. Uh, Gabby Marshall went over six, which isn't like her. Kate Martin only won, but she was aggressive and get to the basket, so that was good for them. Um, and then um, one other bench player, uh, Forbach, made one. Um, she took one that Caitlin Clark didn't didn't like because uh, she wanted to get the two for one. But um, the other one that she made, or the one the other one that she took, she made. Um, and then. On the Virginia Tech side, they started out a little slow. Um, and then George Amar got it going a little bit in the first uh, – or in the second quarter. Or no, into the first quarter. Um, and then hit the half-court shot. Literally almost threw a meatball across the room. Not lying. I was like this. I had the fork about to put it in my mouth. As she shot the ball, I was like, that's cash. That shit went. I said, oh! And I almost threw that shit. Yo. <laughs> I almost threw that shit, but I did it. I was like, oh, I almost threw that thing across the room. But I did it. But she uh, was efficient from the three-point line. Uh, probably want to have some shots back that she took. Um, and it's kind of what I mentioned in my uh, article um, about Virginia Tech is as much as Georgia finding her confidence and finding her rhythm as uh, a volume shooter, was a great thing. It could also be a hindrance because a lot of she's a tough shot taker. So you're either making them or you're missing them. If you're missing them, you're shooting your team out of the game because you're shooting from, you know, you're shooting from so far away that you end up just getting easier shots for the opposing team, especially when Kayla Clark is on the other side. They live to be in transition. So, um, Really, I was uh, confused by some of the things that Virginia Tech, uh, Virginia Tech chose to do in this game. Um, one was they didn't they didn't take advantage of the matchup with Kitley. I think maybe they were a little surprised that they didn't go big because uh, uh, Iowa played big in their first game, but then uh, when starting lineups were announced, um, they didn't have it. Well, they had Hannah Stokey, but they didn't have the center that played in the first game. Um, Starting, so they were then maybe they were a little, you know, confused and didn't have time to adjust. But I feel like once you get to halftime, you, you got plenty of time to make that adjustment, even between first and second quarter. Oh, for um, sure, it was so close. And I think, I think she got the ball a couple of times, and she wasn't really comfortable. And she forced the shot, and then when she was, she was able to either get a good shot for herself, or a good shot for the team, and they really didn't stick with it. They did. They also didn't really run the, um, Amor and Kitley high pick and roll uh, enough. I feel like. Oh my God, that boy pulled from half. Um, are you watching? Um, what's one call it? Hawks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, but I do think uh, 
Carly Wenzel played really well in her minutes. She was four for four, two for two from three. Um, had some tough calls on her. Um, and that was a part of, you know, Caitlin Clark just drawing a lot of fouls. Thank you, draw. She drew ten or eleven fouls before the before the you know the end of the game where she had to shoot uh the you know the free throws to keep or to keep the lead. Um, Kayla King was in foul trouble, so she didn't play a ton. She was two for nine. Um, she did some big shots uh, down the stretch though. And um, oh sorry, what's her name? Um, Matilda Eck. Um, she made some plays. I feel like uh. One or two plays go differently on offense for Virginia Tech, or two or three plays where they get better shots, and I think they end up winning that game. But the defense on Caitlin Clark was something that was confusing me because when you look at Caitlin Clark, um, obviously she's nearly impossible to guard. But if you're if you're not gonna deny ball, you cannot go under screens, you cannot play drop coverage, and if you're gonna high head, you gotta do it with high hands because she's gonna she's gonna make that pass to the post nine times out of ten, and it's gonna end up in a layup. Um, and I just feel like at a certain point they just they stopped doing that. And then in the fourth quarter, they had three or four lapses on defense where they followed somebody else that was the ball handler, not named Ka- uh, Caitlin Clark, and that is just befuddling to me. Like if someone else has the ball and they're running a pick and roll. Let them run it. I might leave them open. Make make them shoot it. I mean, none of them shout the ball well from the outside to that point. So make them shoot it instead of what the best scorer in the country. Like yeah, man. I I mean, I just think game plan. Obviously, you got a zero in your game plan on Caitlin, being mm-hmm. that she's the player that she is. Like she is arguably the best player in the country. And we talk about gravity, talking about whatever. Like bro. She has so much of an effect on the game, mm-hmm. like whether she's scoring the ball or passing the ball. Now, yeah. you would rather her pass the ball than her score the ball because if she's scoring, she hey, hey, she dropped, she dropped down 44 today. She dropped 44. A catch of 44. Imagine if she had an efficient game, she's getting 50 easy. I just said she, I listen, I don't know if you seen when you was talking, I like looked at the box score. Yeah, that's a- my eyes lit up. She shot 31 shots. <laughs> Yes, she was getting them up. I was watching the game. Oh, nobody like, else had double digit. Nobody else had had ten plus shot attempts during, during the game. I was like, she's taking a lot of shots, and it wasn't like, oh, she shouldn't have been taking this many shots. It was just like she normally takes a good amount of shots, but I feel like tonight she's like really letting them fly. I mean, she she went thirteen for thirty one. So it ain't too bad, but it ain't too great. You, I, I, and that's not even counting. That's not even counting hey. free throws. That's like what? So let's, let's, do the let's, let's do the math. Divided Bro. by thirty-one. That's forty percent. That's forty percent. Forty-one percent for forty-two percent for the field. If you round it up, it's forty-one. It's point four one nine. So it's forty-two percent from the field. If you round it up, she shot forty-two percent from the field. So it's efficient-ish. But that that volume, I don't know. Thirty-one shots, crazy. But it's Caitlin Clark, so she could take thirty-one shots. She shot 48. Who, totally. else, who else in the country could take 31 shots? There's, there's a good bit. Let's not do that. It's a good bit. It's a good bit. <laughs> it's a good bit. It's a good bit. 31 still, it's still crazy, though. <laughs> we saw one before before this game that should have taken 31 shots. But we're going to get to that. We will get to that. We will get to that. 
Um, she shot 48 shots total, including free throws, because she has 17 free throws. 16, um, 16 free throws. What? She has 16 free throws. This says 13 and 17. Oh, no, I'm tripping. I'm looking. She had, she shot 16 threes and made five. Yeah, that's what I said. If she was efficient, <laughs> she got 53 points. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she, she was looking the wrong thing. She Lordy. Anyways, damn. She, she Still, up. It's like. Let it go. He shot some. She was getting him up, like, but uh, like, like I don't know. I think that's why you know. I mean, LSU won because they were making shots and they were making Caitlin yeah, give the ball up. Alexis Morris was in her spot, like was Real. in was in her jersey, but she her still ball. went. She still went crazy. Yeah, but. The thing is, if, if she goes crazy, you can't allow the other players to make plays. And yeah, say she one of other, bro. Like you can't have her go cut up and have anybody else cut up. No, you got to pick one. You like, all right, we not let her beat us. Gabby Marshall, let her beat us. Other players, let her beat us. Let 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 them shoot. You can live with that. Boxing one on Caitlin all game. I don't even think a boxing one can work on Caitlin. I'm sorry, Caitlin's so good at thirty. Do that with Iowa though. Because they put, everyone they put out there can shoot. So you mm-hmm. can't do that. That's the thing. They if they're able to play five out like they were at times tonight. That's why they're dangerous and that's why they're the number three team in the in the uh, uh country. They'll probably be number one or number two at the end of this uh at the end of this weekend though, because at least you already lost. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. So well South Carolina should jump. So South Carolina should jump like top three, four maybe. No way they should have been what eight, seven, six, six. No way they should AP, but like everybody else ranked them like lower than than that. I think ESPN ranked them eight, and other like bottom ranked or whatever. I'm like, how does this team coach by Don Staley bring it in two All Americans and and bring it in other high caliber players? Like, you have the players that you have on the team returning and the players that you have coming in. You mean it to me? They're the sixth best team in the in the in the nation under Don Staley. A Don Staley team should never lead the top five. If a Don Staley team is outside of the top five and they're genuinely outside of the top five, outside of like this team right here where they just got misranked, trash. That means Don about to wrap it up or something. Because I will. I, I don't think we'll. I don't think we'll see another day where Don is not a top five. Or something like that. Like, I'm sorry. It is, God forbid, team get plagued by injuries or something. Like, something drastic has to happen for South Carolina to be one of the best teams in the country. All right, back to uh, um, this game, though. Um, This is a great game to watch. High power offense, high offense, battle between the guards. Georgia Moore had 31 herself. That's crazy. Special, special talent, man. Um, I love the duo of her and Kitten. Like, that's a dynamic duo. Bischowski. Yeah, for for Iowa, it's going to be interesting to see how the season goes because Kaitlyn has to get 30 to 35 almost every night mm-hmm. and also get eight to ten assists, which accounts for, what, 60 points? So then 
really all you need, all she needs is uh two threes from Kate Barton, two threes from Gabby Marshall. Twelve points right there. And depending I mean, depending on the team that you're playing in the Big Ten, you might not even need all that. Um, just because, you know, Caitlin Clark can can be that uh you know, she can be that uh what's the dominant. She can just take over a game and now the game's over if they don't have the if the other team doesn't have the talent to match it. So but like we said, like I, I didn't think last year that this was gonna be a team that was gonna be in the final four. They ended up in the national championship game. So I'm I'm very interested to see how the season goes because it's another this is another year of not a ton of talent, respectfully, around her. But they play the way that she needs to play with this with the talent that's around her. So it'll be interesting to see how as the season goes along because there's a lot of teams out here with a lot of talent. So um yeah. It'll be interesting to watch. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, all right. Next, also tonight. Um, uh, what call it? Um, how am I transitioning this? Um, I don't know. You transition. I, I don't know why I'm lost for words at the moment, bro. You, you, you make the transition. Speaking of top players in the country. Okay, there we go. Good job, Tariq. I don't know why. It's late. I don't know why. We we normally record this late, but it's late. We do it, we doing this for y'all. All right. But yes, speaking of top players in the country, Rakia Jackson. And a lot of people have counted out Rakia Jackson in terms of like talks of best players in the league and or not league. See, I have to stop saying league. I have to make the switch. You know, I'm talking WNBA and NBA for the last however many months, saying league, 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 league. Sorry, it's not a league. It's the nation, yes. You're playing against – no. All right, anyways, college. In college basketball, in the nation, Rikia Jackson, one of the best players in the nation. That goes without a doubt. Don't know why she's being overlooked or overslept or, or slept on. I mean, maybe because Tennessee hasn't seen the attention that Tennessee is used to seeing. But still, a hooper is a hooper, man. Like, we got to give credit where it's due. Uh, she had 31 points tonight, 17 rebounds, and the loss against FSU, they lost by a point. So, um, I'm sorry. I just <laughs> go ahead, bro. I'm gonna let you take this one. I'll let you say this one, but. No, nah, um, I say all that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One more thing. <laughs> Cheryl Reeve uh, 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 had a lot. <laughs> Why are you making that face? Like, calm down. Cause... No, because I was about to bring up something that I saw earlier in the week. It was a clip. So, USA played Tennessee and Rakia Jackson had a good game against them, obviously. Whatever, right? And Cheryl Reeve was like, Yo, uh, you know, we gotta say it like which one call it Rikia Jackson that and that. It's like, man, let them talk or or let them overlook you, whatever it's that and that. Like, don't let their opinions or whatever, like don't let that what they say or don't say, don't let it matter because you're a great player, this, that, and that, whatever. Basically gave her a lot of praise, and that's come from Cheryl Reeve. And Cheryl Reeve no ball. Why? I mean, obviously she's a coach, but like she no ball. 
and that means a lot coming from somebody like that. So, yeah, um, especially since she she drafted a player this season that's similar to Rakia Jackson and Diamond Miller. So, and there was questions about where Diamond Miller should go. So, um, yeah, I've seen a lot of different things. I've seen Rakia Jackson be ranked like ain't the ninth best player in the country. Crazy. Hold on, let's talk about it because I've seen it. Keep talking, I'm going to go find this list. I've seen her not be top five in WNBA draft mocks. Seen that too. Crazy. I've seen her as low as, I think somebody said like 17 or something. Like, they on crack. Um, cocaine. That, that good. Um, Curious. I mean. Dang, what is damn what's that? There's nothing on the court that she can't do. I mean, she is relentless and gets to the to the paint. She gets to the free throw line. She can shoot the mid range jumper. She can shoot the outside jumper. She went three or six for three tonight. She can rebound the ball. She can push the ball in transition. Like, I don't see how you know y'all can watch her play basketball and think, mm, you know, I don't think she's a top pick in a draft, or I don't okay. think she's one country like. Go ahead. So, the top 25 players in the women's basketball, according to ESPN, she is ranked seventh. Yeah, that's crazy. Above her is Elizabeth Kittley at six. Five is McKinley Holmes at no, McKinley Holmes at five. Cam Brink at four. And then three, two, and one. They got Paige at three. Page at three, Andrew Reese at two, and Caitlin Clark at one. I didn't go say nothing about that. Page at three. I'm gonna let him have it. Page I'm gonna let him. Page Breckers at three. If you telling me that Andrew Reese is a better basketball player than Page Beckers, then I don't want to talk to you, respectfully. Page Madison Beckers. I just yeah yeah I just looked up her name. <laughs> You're hell for that. <laughs> Uh, I, my my thought was and anyways, um, but yeah, Rakia Jackson is the seventh ranked best player in the nation according to ESPN. Which is why we don't take what they say with a grain of salt. Um, <laughs> I wish we had sound effects, bro. I would have dig, but it sounded like the Joe Budden show in his prime for real, bro. Like, <laughs> but nah, um, honestly, like she's she's a great player. Um, you know, there's talent around her, um, and they should get better as the season goes on. This is a, this is a really good game for them to uh, to play. You know, in non-conference, obviously the SEC is one of the tougher conferences, if not the toughest conference. Um, you know, Pac-12 is up there. Um, Big 12 is is a pretty good conference as well. Big 10, obviously. Um, ACC is probably, I'd probably say ACC, Pac-12, SEC are the top three. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll find it out. Jewel Spear, you know, she played um pretty good game tonight. She had 18 points, um, two for four from three. Sarah Puckett hit some big shots um in the second uh second half. Um, but Florida State, man, they they lit it up from three. I mean, first half they made I want to say eight or nine, um, maybe maybe seven or eight, and then second half they they kept letting them, they kept hitting them. And I, it seemed like Tennessee was about to take take control of the game. They got the lead and they hit a couple of threes that they own. I'm like, oh, so I was like, well, Florida State, they got their threes, but 
Tennessee is hitting the timely ones, and then boom, Florida State hit another one. Like, oh, this game ain't over. And then they hit another one, and now they got the lead again. I was like, what is happening? And, you know, the end of the game was was crazy. I mean, they were going back and forth, back and forth. Um, let's see. Uh, tonight, Lassen had 20. Um, Amari Gordon had 22. Um, Alexis Tucker had 17. She she made four threes. Uh, Amaya Bonner hit four threes and has uh, 16 points. So you get eight, you get what? 11 threes from three players? Like, that's big. That's really big. And that's how you win ranked games. Um, you know, in, in terms of ranking, that's an upset, but it's early in the season, so it's hard to tell what team is, is better anyway. You know, it's just a number by the uh, next to the name at, at this point of the season. Um, but a really good a really good win for Florida State. Um, and Tennessee, the, even last year, they, they had a really tough non-conference schedule, battled some injuries um, and some, you know, some early issues that they were uh, sorting out with Rakia. And once she got back and, and Jordan Horston was healthy, they, they really took off and um, ended up beating LSU in the um, – conference tournament and you know making some noise in the March Madness uh tournament so Tennessee's gonna be there they're always gonna be there if they're healthy they're always gonna have enough they always have enough talent to to make their uh to make their names heard and make their presence felt in uh March and Florida State um you know building off of last year um you know they had a uh, injury to not uh to uh Tania Latson kind of hindered them. Uh, she got injured in February, wasn't able to play in the ACC tournament or the uh, March Madness tournament. So, you know, she's coming back this year with a with a vengeance. Like, hey, we lost in the first round. We, we would have lost that early if I was on the court. So um, it'll be very interesting to see how the ACC plays out and the SEC plays out because both of these teams are going to be um, well in the conversation for um, who wins their conference, both yeah, in the sure. – both in season and in the conference tournament. Question. What's up? All right. What 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 kind of hmm does the term contender really get used in college? Um I would more so I would more so say like final four contenders. Okay. Because it's hard to put two teams. All right. All right. So what do you think? Is like how how far you think this team goes? This Tennessee team. Uh, at the very least, Sweet Sixteen. Um, I need to see a little bit more from the guards. Yeah. Um, but with Rakia Jackson playing this way, and in in college, a lot of times it's how well is your best player playing? And I don't think there's a lot of players that can stop Rakia Jackson. Um, I mean, you know, obviously, there's going to be teams. That, what's that? I said it ain't seven. I can tell you that for sure. Well, that's a fact. Um, obviously, there's gonna be a lot of teams that are gonna, you know, key in on her, um, on her, on the defensive end. But she'll she'll find ways to to make things happen. It wouldn't be the first time she uh, sees a a defense that you know is going all out to stop her. Um, but yeah, um, I think at the very least they get to the Sweet Sixteen if they're fully healthy. Um, Tamari Key is is working her way back. Hopefully she can, um, you know, start to contribute uh, more and more as the season goes on. 
because she was a really big piece for them uh, a couple years ago when she was healthy. So it'll be interesting to see um, because, um, you know, obviously the SEC is a, is a pretty deep uh, squad or conference, even though oh, Ole Miss tonight. Um, Ole Miss lost tonight, LSU lost on Monday. Yep. Um, people are already, you know, oh, SEC this, SEC that, but, you know. Oh, no, man, people take one game and run with it, bro. It's too early. It's championships and, and uh, you know, the oh, tournament. Yeah. Yeah, tournament is not played. Like that. The tournament's not played in November, so exactly. Fun, but we saw how many how many teams were in Sweet Sixteen for uh, SEC last year it was uh even Elite Eight it was Ole Miss, SC, LSU. At yeah. least then. and Ole Miss they beat they beat that Virginia Tech squad. No, Ole Miss beat Stanford. Oh, Stanford. I'm sorry. Yeah, Virginia Tech lost to LSU. I, 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 um. I thought I thought I was cooking it. <laughs> you know, it was it was it was the Nick Young turnaround shot just now. So, I, um, yeah, because I I remember I was down bad when uh Haley lost uh to yes. Ole Miss. Yes, because I I said before that game I said if Stanford don't come to play Ole Miss will. I remember, I remember they had some big upset. I remember it. I remember it. Yeah. Um. I don't remember who they played after that. Off the top of my head, I feel like mm, I can't remember who they played off the top of my head, but. Um. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think I don't. I don't know Tennessee. Say it again. Was it Notre Dame? No, nah, Notre Dame was in our region. That's right. Notre Dame played. Uh. They played um, Maryland in the Sweet Sixteen. Oh, they made it to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm tripping. It's the Sweet Sixteen, and then Elite Eight. Maryland played South Carolina. I think Ole Miss made it to the Sweet 16. And then I don't remember who they played, though. Can't remember who they played. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I don't want to say Final Four for Tennessee. Um, I need to see more from the guards, like I said earlier, but I can see a yeah, Sweet 16. We got many, many, many games left. But it, it's so much talent. It's so much talent in, college, in women's college basketball right now. There's a ton of teams that I can say, oh yeah, I can see them going to Sweet Sixteen, and not and not even think twice about it, because yeah. the talent, the talent's everywhere. The way people are transferring, the recruits are coming in, these freshmen that are playing at a high level right from the start, it's just it's crazy. Insane, 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 insane. Um, I don't know why I keep freezing up, bro. <laughs> All right. You mentioned the freshmen making debuts. We had three crazy freshman debuts on Monday. First game of the day, we had Notre Dame in South Carolina in Paris. <laughs> Paris, good old Paris. Paris, France. Um, The boys, not boys, they're not boys. I'm sorry. It's a good game, great game. Uh, South Carolina won. What was the score of that game? Monday. South Carolina yeah. 100-71. Started off oh, as a close game in the first half. Uh, South Carolina really turned it up in the second half. But the main um, big story in that game was the freshman in that game. You know, people were wondering how the new South Carolina team was going to look. Um, being that they're, they had five players get drafted 
on his team last year, losing what six players in total. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, bringing in Tiana Pow Pow, um, bringing in Malaysia Full Wiley, um, Raven Johnson coming back, everybody else coming back. I'm sorry, I just had to think. Of, I'm I'm tripping. Like I didn't write a whole article about this, but yeah, South Carolina came back ready to play. Um, and then yeah, Notre Dame. You know, Notre Dame's always just. I feel like they always have a chip on their shoulder. You know, it's like people counting them out, and it's like, no, we here, we're good. And so, I mean, that was a great game to start. Great game to start the season off with. Um, first time there was. A college basketball game in Paris, so that's lit. Girls made history, and yeah, but we had a we had to show that the black head coaches. Yes, shout out to Neil Ivy. Shout out to Dawn and, and shout out to Neil Ivy. Yes, Trailblazers in the game, both of them. But um, but yeah, no, we had a we had a freshman showdown between. Let me sit up. We had a freshman showdown between. The Malaysia Malaysia Fowali and Hannah Hidalgo. One thing that kind of no, I'm not gonna mess it up. Whatever. One thing that kind of get together the brace. One thing that kind of ticked me off was the way they were saying Malaysia. Like <laughs> Holly said, Malaysia, Malaysia. I think Rebecca said like Malaysia or me whatever. And then Raven corrected Holly. <laughs> Ray was like, yeah, Malaysia. So, 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 so. I was like, oh, <laughs> at the half. But, man, what a game. Um, Well, if you paid attention to Malaysia for Wally before, like, in, in high school, you know she's had a bag. I mean, they call her lay with the butter for a reason. She had a hell of a play. And what was, what was it? That was first how she did it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was first half. So, like. Hannah Hidalgo had a crazy play herself. She had a crazy finish. Came down court. Behind her back. <sighs> Dad, my, I was screaming. I was like, oh, I was going crazy. But I was like, yo, chill out. It was like 130. <laughs> it's 1.30 afternoon, man. You just got off of work. I'm like going crazy. But all in all, though, man, great move by Malaysia. Both both of them played phenomenal. I mean, between the two, let's see, box score. Oh, uh, Anna had 31. Anna had 31. Malaysia had 17. Malaysia had 17 off the bench. Great hoops. Loved it. I loved every second of it. And if y'all was been tapped into this show for some time, Y'all know, y'all know I like certain types of players. Both of them girls, that's my brand of basketball right there. I love me a nice, crafty guard. And both of them? Crafty, that is not the word. Oh, my God, Jalen Johnson. You said crafty isn't the word? Crafty is definitely not the word. Crafty is like Luka. You don't like them players. I like Luka. Stop it. I like Luka. No, 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 no. We are stopping this whole I don't like Luca narrative. Crafty is like Ricky Rubio. 
You mean to tell me what they was doing wasn't crafty? Like you mean to tell me you mean to tell me some of the passes Hannah Hidalgo pass weren't crafty or wasn't wasn't nice? Flashy. Flashy. Dog mentality, like different. Okay. Yeah. It's a different all right, all right. Is Chelsea Gray crafty? No, she's flashy. Okay. Is she more Magic Johnson or is she more John Stockton? Oh, she Magic Johnson Michelski. All right then. Magic Johnson was flashy. Crafty is like, oh, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a way for me to get this pass, even though I shouldn't be able to. Magic Johnson, okay. Chelsea Gray, I'm gonna make this pass look as nice as it can be. I'm trying to think who plays like that. Guy. I'm gonna make this so, I'm gonna make this layup look as nice as it can be. Okay. I'm gonna put the ball. I'm a Josh Giddy. Josh, Josh Giddy is crap. I'm a fake pass. Put the ball between my back, and then do this with the right, with the right, just because I feel like it. That's not crafty. That's not crafty. That's not crafty. I thought that, that's what I thought crafty meant. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. So, so is Josh Giddy crafty? Is that a good example of crafty? He's a mix. He's a mix. Because I feel like he he does some flashy passes. He, so so he like a modern crafty, modern crafty. No, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's just a, he's a he's a hybrid. Modern crafty, like, like T.J. McConnell, crafty. Tyus Jones, crafty. Trey Jones, crafty. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself there because you said TJ McConnell. I wasn't moved, but you said Trey uh, uh, Ty Jones. I was moved. I was saying, they the same player, <laughs> they the same player. Monte Morris, crafty, you know, them point guards, solid, really good passes. Don't don't turn the ball over, make good decisions. Okay, crafty. Cool. Cool, I cool, might cool. turn the ball over three or four times, but I'm gonna get you 12 assists and seven of them gonna make you like, whoa, Malaysia has six steals too. I should add. Yeah. Yes. Crazy. Six assists. Six assists, six deals, 17 points. Yeah, man. Um, it was two. I mean, it was going at it, bro. Like, they were after it. Somebody somebody asked if Hannah Hidalgo was going to yell out to every point against, like, Charleston Southern and shit like that. I mean, I, I don't mean Charleston Southern, but, like. They don't play Charleston Southern, but I know it's like it's a it's a it's a lower school. I just couldn't think of another yeah, team. Made, I might have said they play Charleston Southern. I'm getting my ticket tomorrow. Like they was just like, is Hannah Hidalgo gonna yell after every play when they play like Tennessee Tech or something like that? Like, and I was like, probably not, but she might. It's Hannah Hidalgo. You never know. Like, um, seeing her in high school, like this ain't nothing new. Seeing her in the All American games and. And she had like um, those she summer games, all American. She like twenty six, crazy. She went crazy. It was like even, yeah, it was twenty six, even, even under nineteen over the summer. Yeah, uh, she had no back down. Like she was ready to go at all times. Like, um, and I think her and, and I think Paul Wiley took this this matchup personally because, um, you know, uh, Paul Wiley, uh, she ranked pretty low as a freshman. I want to say she's 13th. 13th is crazy. I don't, I don't, I, don't, I, I might have to go and like really like lock in and do my research, but I don't know if there's 12 players better than her. But 
no, no, we, we're not gonna get to her yet. But um as a whole, this game was was fun, especially in the first half. Second half, you know, kind of got away. Um, you know, as he, as he mentioned, Hannah Hidalgo had 31, uh, Full Wally had 17, 6 and 6. Um, I think the most impressive thing to me was um well, one of the more impressive things to me was Full Wiley uh in transition. I think every time she got the ball, she was just gone. And she made something happen, whether it be for her or for a teammate. And yeah. that really um the the confidence that she had, um the the goal, like to just be like, you know what? I'm gonna make something happen. Whether if I make a mistake, I make a mistake. Like Don Don let her know, like, hey, you out there for a reason. Like obviously we need you to hone it in a little bit, but be you. Like we didn't bring you here to be somebody else. We brought you here to be you. Right. And I think yeah, based on your game. That's a great thing that that Don does. And I think um that's why a lot of players end up going there because they know that they can be themselves. Yeah. Um, except for in pictures. You can't be doing none of this. Because you can get she hit with that. She just, like, put her hand up. Like, she was scared of, like, trying to throw some type of set up or anything. She Raven, John, Raven went like this. Raven was like, oh. And, and she then. Like, <laughs> she put it down, and Sanaya John next to her was like. He said. Oh, oh. He had both hands. Uh, uh. Quick. She was, she was, she was like. <laughs> She was so quick with it. Don crazy. But um yeah, um, I think Tahina had a really good debut. Um, 14 points, six assists, three steals. Uh something that Don, you know, said that she wanted to see from Tahina was uh, a defensive improvement. And I don't think Tahina was a bad defender, but if you're gonna play for South Carolina, you have to defend. That is a number one priority. You have to defend. So um as a league guard, one of the league guards. She's gonna have to defend every night in SEC. Uh, so this was a good this is a good challenge for her to play Tahina and Sonny Strone and some really good guards that can score. Uh, Cardoso was dominant in the second half at 20 and 15, four blocks. It felt like every time Notre Dame went to the rim, they got blocked by either her kits. Uh Aston Watkins was amazing. Uh, the fact that South Carolina got all these players coming off the bench is crazy. I mean Full Wiley's coming off the bench. Aston uh, Watkins is coming off the bench. Loaded squad, bro. Uh, tonight, Fagan is coming AP off the bench. AP got the rate. Listen, hold up. AP out there. Listen, AP do this full time, all right? Don't AP rather do this full time. They're fully interested. This, this is their job, their title, all that. Like, bro, y'all supposed to be better than us. Y'all supposed to be. Supposed to be. I say that. I say that because they have the say so. Yeah. I said supposed to. I ain't say they are. Yeah. I ain't say they are. Ain't nothing but a name. Exactly. Ain't nothing but a name. Exactly. I'll put myself up there with anybody. Fuck that. Uh, hello. I I consider us the best. Shit. Shit. They, they named Brandon Stewart player of the year. So what are we talking about? Clearly, exactly. they ain't watching. Clearly, exactly. they not watching. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. This is the point I'm making here. This is the top. This is this is the say so. Right? This is the top of the top. This is the official list. Official rankings. This is what we go by. You don't go by the hoodie and the headband, top 25. No, we go by the AP poll, top 25, every Monday. We go by that. So, you would think they would have think, or they would have known better than to have South Carolina 6. Hell no. Man, that would make me cuss cuss. Cuss cuss? Cuss cuss. Oh man. But hell no, bro. Don't keep a squad, bro. 
that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. Y'all should know better than anybody. Don't keep a squad. I'm going to see rebuilding. Crazy. Try not to cuss. Try not to cuss. They crazy. They <laughs> try really... not, I'm trying not to cuss, man. They was really trying to get rid of them. Like, oh, they lost one national championship game. Yeah, they run is over. Why? Why? Because they lost to the best player in the world or, because... or in the country at the moment? Because when they went when they lost Asia, then they brought in Aaliyah. Yep. They lost Aaliyah. They done brought some more people right back in. Camilla was up there. After that too. Chloe Kiss is here. Yeah. Nia Jaw is here. Yeah. Like, Ashton Watkins. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Malaysia Fawali is here. Yeah. Raymond, Breezy Hall is here. Squad, man. Where the rest of the squad. Full on squad. Uh what's the girl name? Uh Autumn Johnson. That's no, I think it's Tessa Johnson. Tessa Johnson. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Tessa Johnson. Tessa Johnson. Um, yeah, Tessa Johnson. Like, Matt, whole roster. They got a whole roster that can come out there and play. Ain't nobody on that roster can't step out there and play. So. Uh, so Kimo Walker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Tessa Johnson. Tessa. Those, are, those are the other three that you didn't mention. I said Sanaya, y'all. Oh, I was say no, no. You said job and not Sanai Fagan. I did say Sanai Fagan. Oh, I said I think he did say that too. I don't know, but yeah, Tessa Johnson. I definitely I I messed up on Tessa Johnson's name and I did not say uh Sakima Walker. Camilla Cardoso. You didn't even say Camilla. I I that was the first name I said. Did you? I don't be paying attention. See, see. see I said they I said they already had Cardoso. They already had Blake. They already had. No, no. You see what I'm saying by me not paying attention. I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. You worse than my coworker that I work with every day. I'm sitting here talking to her yesterday about something. It was regarding like basketball. So granted, okay. okay. But I was like, oh, I was like, oh, they, they're he's the LeBron of this, and they're like the the bad sidekick, like not not the D Wade, like the the Norris Cole, respectively. And she was, and I'm sitting here, and she's like staring at me, and I'm like, are you gonna listen to what I'm saying? She's like, no. Mm. I was like, why do I even talk? Honestly, that's what he be doing. Bryce just be like, that's, I don't know. That, yeah. That's exactly, I'm, hey, I'm just, hey, 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 Anyways, man, Paige Beckers is back. <laughs> what a, what a transition. What a transition indeed. You, you skipped one of the freshmen that we were supposed to talk about. Juju Watkins, ladies and gentlemen. Juju yeah, a great freshman debut. First game in Vegas, USC. They beat Ohio State. Very talented. Ohio. Had a great game, a fantastic game, a phenomenal game. And bro, I've been waiting for this moment since seeing her clips. Wait, I've been waiting. I've been waiting, bro. I've been waiting. I seen her play. I was like, "Yeah, no, she, mm-mm, mm, she, she tough." Gotta watch out. Oh, she play at home too. Hey, it's rap. It's crazy. You know, like people. I want to say people were mad, but like I know she had Carolina like her top three or whatever. And I'm just like, be real, b b f f r. She not coming here. <laughs> she wasn't able to be. Now, granted, I just said that Dom lets people be them. But there's too much talent on a South Carolina team for her to be Juju Watkins. Right. Is... Juju needs the ball. Not even that. She's not just... like that, but like 
he's a prolific scorer, and yeah. South Carolina is never going to be a team that is always like a focal point on one player. Like even when they had Aaliyah, and they just, never had that. You still had Zaya Cook. You still had Ty Harris. You still had Alicia Gray. Like it wasn't just one player, and that's right. who we get the ball to. Like no, everybody's contributing. Mm-hmm. Everybody's getting shots. Even Bree Brill is getting up shots when she, you know. She wasn't primarily known for that once she got to college. She wasn't known for scoring, but she was still gonna get her shots up. Right. But yeah, no. get her shots up. Like everybody gonna oh, get no, shots. I think her getting a Nike deal in high school solidified that she's going to a Nike school. So it's like, yeah, no, why even worry? All right, Pierre. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> why are you gonna sign a Nike and just go to an unarmed school? Then you can't wear Nikes. It's moving backwards. I mean, hey, you still gonna get NIL money? You still gonna appear in, 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 in commercials? Sure. But what's the point if you can't wear the latest Nikes? You gotta wear the Curry Fives. Not wrong. Not against the Curry Fives. I don't know which ones he's been wearing lately, but them things bulky looking. <laughs> that boy look like he got Tim's on out there. Uh, anyways, I mean, I get you. Get, I mean. She made the right choice. Yeah. Going to USC. Going to USC. Um, bringing, bringing prestige and honor back. Not honor, but bringing prestige the back. Highest recruit since Lisa Leslie to be at USC. And then broke her record. Or maybe, what was that? No, I'm asking that one. It was like, oh, the last player of the year. I think it was last player of the year or the last number one recruit. One of the two, they said, to go to USC. Was Lisa Leslie before her? But yeah, man, and, and, and then no, they won the game, right? And then in the game, she scored, and I was like, "Oh, I I like that." Like you know, remember one of our first clips was that Zion three sixty windmill. <laughs> you know how I feel about scoring at the end of the game. <laughs> she was going for that record. She had to go get it. She was tied with Lisa Leslie for thirty points. Yeah, hey, uh, freshman know. debut. Head on the line, bro. You gotta go get it. She man got it. So. I grow older. I grow older. And I understand Jamal Murray more and more by the day. Mm. To get that. But when I but when I said it, I was crazy. I was a different man back then. Anyways, um, I can say what I was gonna say. Yeah, don't say that. Don't do that. Anyways, um. This first time we saw Celeste Taylor with Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It was an up and down game for Ohio State, man. It started out good, and then yeah. USC went on a, a small run, mm-hmm. and it felt like Ohio State was never really able to get their footing. Then they made their comeback, which mm-hmm. Ohio State always does because they always are able to get a couple of stops in a row or a couple of steals in a row and get back in the game, but. They they cut the they cut the lead close. Juju Watkins was like, "Hey, let me get this bucket. Ah, all right, let me get this and one. All right, let me hit this midi. All right, game over. Like, that's a freshman doing that, bro. She played with so much poise and control, bro. Like for her first college game. On, I mean, yeah, it's a big stage. You play in Las Vegas, but like your first college game, your first game against college talent ever against elite college talent, like one of the right. best in the country, like." 
one of the best defenders. I'll say ain't no slouch, bro. They got good defenders on that on that other side, bro. It was a national player of the year candidate or like finals last year. Mm-hmm. Like it was her, Bree Bill, Cameron Brink. Like she's mm-hmm. up there. Mm-hmm. Top three. Like Jason Sheldon. Celeste could have been a top what? She could have been like a top. She could have been a first round pick last year, but she so she chose to stay. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jason Sheldon had like nine steals a couple years ago. Like she had 28 in this game. She's a, she's a really good defender. So and Cody McMahon, real physical, very strong, very yeah, five steals in this game. JC Sheldon. Yeah, she's she's a steel magnet. Like yeah. if she if she's on the floor, she's healthy, she's She's gonna make. She's gonna wreak havoc yeah. in that court press. Like that full court press is see, not easy to deal with. I, listen, you go to college, full court press is all you see half the time. Most times, a lot of the times, like I don't really, I don't know. Me personally, and the the type of basketball I watch or the amount of basketball I watch, more times I see a fast. I mean, a full court press is when I'm watching college. High school, maybe. Like, if a high school team is doing a full court press, they're well coached. But yeah, they a full court press. every other team is full court pressing crazy. Yeah, they don't have full court press. They know the other team is, is cheap. Yeah. So and trying to get offense and trying to run the score up. But yeah, um, Juju Watkins, you know, it's one of the ones. Tremendous performance. Uh, Brian Marshall was was very good on the boards and, and blocking shots on defense. 18, uh, 17. Ridiculous. Ohio, Ohio State, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to watching them all season. Their defense is going to be fun to watch as, as they get more and more. Because um, Taylor Theory is a really good uh, defender as well. So, uh, you know, their offense is going to come. They, they, they have, at the very least, they have three – players that can score at a pretty high level. Um and then Mikalasha Cole when she's in the game can shoot the ball. Um and Taylor Theory can is uh is really good in transition. Um so they're gonna be able to score and they're gonna wreak havoc for a lot of uh teams on defense. Um especially if you you know struggle with guard play. Um if you got somebody that ain't really comfortable being that point guard, it's gonna show. Just ask UConn. Yeah, yeah. You had to say yeah like that. I'm sorry. I I I was thinking about it, but you brought it up. It is what it is. I'm just saying. uh, I I remember this Ohio State team, and I remember what they did in the tournament last year. That's all I'm saying. Sorry, it won't happen again. Um, now since we segue, this is how we segue. Speaking of UConn, Paige Beckers is back. Oh, it's too late. It's too late to be doing all that. I'm sorry. You are wild for that. That boy out here, Ric Flair with the shit. <laughs> We're styling and profiling. Limousine riding. Willing and dealing. Dealing. Oh, what's it? Uh, Willing and dealing. Never mind. I'm not even about to say the rest because it's probably yeah. great. Yeah. I, 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 I can get it, but I'm not going to say it. It's, it's too much. Um, yes, yeah, Paige is back. Um, the team... Didn't shoot no one else or no one outside of Lee ever shot the ball particularly well, but you know, we played Dayton respectfully. Um, so 102 to 58. We didn't need our our best game, uh, efficiency wise to win. 
Um, now we play NC State coming up on Sunday, which is a really big slate for women's college basketball. So uh, this will be Paige's first test back. Um, so we'll we'll see. Um, AZ normally, you know, shows up for these games. She normally uh, lives for these kinds of games, and this is the games where she shows up. Uh, Caroline Deshaun is normally pretty good in these games as well. Um, Nika Mule always brings it. Ali Edwards is one of the best players in the country. Um, so it's going to be a fun matchup. Um, you know, rematch of the Elite Eight, even though uh, I, I don't think there's any players left on this NC State team from that uh, from that game. But still a pretty talented team. And, um, you know, no games are easy. Well, I would say no games are easy, but, uh, you know, you're still going to have to bring your best game. Uh, and if you don't, you will uh, be going back to your locker room with a loss. Um, so, um, NC State, no slouch, um, really well coached. Uh, Westmore um, is a good coach, and they've got a good roster. Sanai Rivers, a former uh, Gamecock herself. Um so, and I um, if I'm not mistaken, Tanaya Rivers played uh played us pretty well. I think we played him last year as well. So, um, um, they had a um twenty six point performance from uh I think her name is Asia James, um, Zoe Brooks had twelve. So they had a couple of players play um, play pretty well in their first game. Obviously, they probably played a um. Uh, a lesser, a lesser ranked team like most, uh, like most play uh, teams have to this point. So it'll be an interesting game. Um, I expect UConn to win, but it should be a fun game. Should be a good test for um, for UConn early, as you know they they start their not or continue to go through their non conference schedule, which there's a couple of ranked teams on it, and I think there's a small tournament um, as well. So. Um, Glad to see Paige is back on the court um, and can't wait to see her, you know, go through the season and continue to get back to herself. Um, speaking of the Sunday slate, um, sun, uh, Sunday uh, Sunday afternoon, great slate of games. we got South Carolina versus Maryland at 1 p.m., NC State versus UConn at 3 p.m., Stanford versus Indiana at 5 p.m. Um, all three of those are ranked or, uh five of those six teams are ranked. Um Indiana is this would be their first, you know, big game since losing to uh Miami. Um, I think uh in the round of thirty two, same as Stanford. So both both of these teams lost in the round of thirty two last year before they were supposed to. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how um they both come out. Mackenzie Holmes and Cam Brink is a really fun matchup. Uh I, I'm gonna be locked into that. Um, South Carolina versus Maryland is going to be fun. It's going to be a rematch of the Elite Eight matchup from last year. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. You know, no Diamond Miller from Maryland. So uh, it's going to be a, a different a different challenge. But also there's five players that were on South Carolina's team last year that are not there that Maryland has to, um, you know, prepare for. So um, and – I feel like teams probably were preparing for South Carolina differently this year, and then they watched the first game, and they're like, oh, uh, I don't know how we're prepared for this team because you got to worry about Cardoso, but you 
Tahina Popov can shoot the three. Raymond Johnson has shot the ball confidently. Um, and then, you know, Malaysia Fall Wally is coming or Fall Wally is coming off the bench, just straight spark plug, like uh just on go as soon as soon as the whistle blows. So um it'll be interesting to see how Maryland decides to play. Um, you know, they've got Cheyenne Sellers, they've got Brene Alexander, uh Jakia Brown Turner, uh NC State uh transfer, uh Lavender Briggs, Faith Masonis. So they've still got a lot of talent, uh Bree McDaniel as well. So still a talented team. a uh, good bit of uh almost everyone from last year or at least contributors from last year are back. So um, I think this will be a pretty good game. I think uh, some team, some people might think this will be a blowout. Um, I mean, obviously it has the possibility to be that, but I think I think Maryland can hang with them. Uh, it's a big game for Cheyenne Sellers to show that she's one of the best players in the country because I feel like, um, you know, she's she's taken steps over the past couple of years, and obviously she's been a little overshadowed by Angel Reese and Diamond Miller, and then last year Diamond Miller. So this is her chance to really step up and be like, hey, this, this year is my team. Uh, Renee Alexander is a really good shooter. Uh, Jakir Brown Turner is a very versatile player. Um, Bree McDaniel is a good shooter. Um, and then obviously, you know, Faith Masonis is a veteran, been on the team for a while. Lavender Briggs can, uh, can score the ball, so it'll be interesting to see how uh, this game plays out. I think South Carolina will probably come out on top. Um, but I think it's a good test for both teams. I think South Carolina playing two ranked teams back to back. Um it's Go good for, for them. It's good for them for sure. Um you're playing a big ten a big ten team and an ACC team. Um so you you're getting two different uh styles um of play. So, you know, it can help you when you get to March later on in the season because obviously the SEC play is gonna be physical and there's a lot of talent out there. So it's not, you know, they're not um they're not not accustomed to, to playing uh, talented teams. Uh, Stanford and Indiana, uh, I think it'll be very interesting. Indiana's brought back uh, pretty much everybody besides Chris Berger, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Um, just off the top of my head. Um, obviously, Stanford lost um, uh, Haley Jones. So, uh, and then they lost a couple of players to uh, transfer, Lord Betts, Indian Ivar. Um, but, Kevin is still there. Hannah Jump came back for her fifth season. Uh, Kiki Ariafin had 22, uh, 23 and 13 the other night. So um, it's, it's time for other players to step up and make plays. And um, it's going to be a fun matchup uh, in Indiana. Crowd should be uh, alive and well. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch. Um, speaking of Lauren Betts, uh, she had 20.7 rebounds in her UCLA debut. Kiki Rice had 10 points, 10 assists. London Jones had uh, 20 points to six threes in their uh, first game of the season against Purdue. Um, Sailor, Sailor Poffenberger, uh, UConn transfer um, to Arkansas, had 21 rebounds in their first game of the season. Number 11 ranked Arkansas freshman uh, Talia Scott had 29 points in her debut, so another freshman just lighting it up. And uh, a lot of people have been talking about, you know, Paige coming back, but a lot of people have not been talking about Ioka Lee coming back. And last time we saw uh, Ioka Lee um, healthy, she had a 50-point game, was just absolutely dominant for Kansas State. So it's good to see her back. Um, they were a pretty good team without her last year. They obviously were missing her down low. Um, Gabby, Gabby Gregory was one of the best players in the Big 12. Um, and this year has another has a chance to be one of the 
you know, one of the best players in, at her position in the country. So um, her and Ioka Lee should be a, a really fun duo. Um, and then UNC, um, Asia Kelly, Paul, uh, Paulina Paris, Alina Usby, or Alyssa Usby. What am I? What am I? I said Alina because of Paulina. Alyssa Usby are joined by transfers Lexi Donowski, Maria Gakbang, and India Nivar. Uh, India Nivar had a really good game to start uh, to to um, to start their season. Um, Lexi Donowski is pro- uh, one of the best transfers in my opinion, and what are one of the biggest transfers in my opinion. Um, really good defender can shoot the ball really well. Um, something that you need next to Deja Kelly. Uh, somebody that can shoot the ball at a really high clip and defend at a high level. Um, and I'm, I'm looking for Pauline to Paris to take another step in her sophomore season. And Alyssa Usby, you know, she, you know what she's going to do. She's going to score. She's going to, she's going to make plays all over the court, uh, veteran. Um, and then last, uh, oh, well, not the last one, but we skipped over one thing, but we'll go back to that. Uh, Alyssa Pilly had 2016, uh, 26 points in only 16 minutes. Um, that Utah team is really good. Um, they brought, um, everyone back. Uh, Gianna Neekins is back. You said that's what it was. Yeah, 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 the one I was cooking. No, that was Isabel Palmer. Oh. Isabel Palmer was the one that was, uh, you know, dribbling all over the court. We was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jenna Johnson is back. Obviously, she she was only a sophomore last year. So, or no, she a freshman last year? Might have been a freshman last year. Um, uh, and obviously, Alyssa Pilly. So, they brought back their starting lineup. So they should be one of the best teams in the country again this year. I think they're ranked number five. Um, so they might move up due to the next team that we're going to talk about, LSU, losing their first game. And not just losing their first game, losing it badly. Like they lost by – They low-key got smacked. Yeah. On, yeah. Yeah. They, they low-key almost lost wire to wire. I, yeah. I think might have lost wire to wire. I don't think they won a quarter. Let's look. They low key might have lost wire to wire, but I would have to go back and. and uh, they led in the first quarter. Okay, so but it, they, it, it, got, it, got, it got ugly and it did not get prettier. Um, that offense didn't look really good. Spacing was a little rough. Um, apparently tonight, uh, Anissa Morrow came off the bench. Yes. Uh, so um, I have to look at that and see how that worked out. Obviously, they played a. a smaller school which that's what the rest of our non-conference looks like um which bothers me but hey they won a championship last year so you can't really you know knock it too much the next um, toughest game would probably be Virginia Tech in this month yeah um in the ACC yeah. challenge but yeah they yeah. play teams tonight yeah like those games they 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 give your team, I guess they give your team chemistry, but they don't get your team ready for the matchups that they need to be ready for. Like we saw when they played South Carolina last year, they were not ready for that matchup. Not one player on that court was ready for that matchup last year. Um, and obviously they didn't have to play them a second time because they lost to Tennessee in the conference tournament. And then uh, South Carolina lost in the final four to Iowa. So um, this year it'll be interesting to see how that matchup goes. No Leah Boston, no, Sorry, Saxton, but they still have to build. Uh, they still have to find a way to deal with Carmela Cardoso. So, um, and people are like, oh, Leah Boss is gone. But Cardoso six what six seven? How how you guarding that? It was how a crazy go- shot blocker last year off the bench. You how think you go- her getting increased on this year ain't gonna be a difference? How you guarding that? Like, and then 
Angel Reese. Coach, man. Come on now. I don't know if Angel Reese played the five tonight or not, but she played the five, obviously, in the first game because Anissa Morrow um, played. And I don't think enough people thought about the spacing um, of this team when they were talking about this team might go undefeated and this team's going, you know, going back to back easily. Like, yeah, it's a lot of talent on the court at the same time, but they got they got to make it – they got to gel. It has to work. It has to fit. It has to be the proper spacing. Um, you know, you had Haley Van Lith, you got Michaela Williams, you got Flaude Johnson, Angel Reese, and Anissa Morrow. And only one of those players really scares you from the three-point line. And even then, it's not like they're a dead eye from the three-point line. So, um, you know, they – they I guess they, you know, decided one player needed to go to the bench and they chose – Anissa Moro, and I figured it would be a little difficult for Anissa Moro to play her game because her and Angel Reese are pretty similar. Um, you know, players that are, you know, back to basket, rebound the ball um, on the offensive defensive end at a really, really high level, like probably two of the two of the five best rebounders in the country, if not the two best. So um, it'll be interesting to see how they, you know, manage those minutes and how they find a way to keep a new Samoro, uh, you know, um, as a contributor, but, um, people just looked at the names and looked at, uh, the accolades next to the names and like, Oh, this team's going to be really good. But like we, like we've been saying, the game ain't played on paper. So you got to make it happen. You got to make it happen. Kim Mogi's got her work cut out for her because obviously there's a lot of talent, but you got to find a way to make that talent gel. So yeah. What's that ready like they came ready for the moment they, they knew who they were up against they're up against the grand champs they're up against the number one team in the country and they're like all right we're not just gonna lay it down like you think we just gonna let y'all beat us no we about to come at y'all like we good too like just, like just they just came with a they just came like they were hungry like i don't know as time progresses with this team they will look better obviously because they will have more time together but it just didn't look like nothing was working for them in on offense at all. Like offense was not flowing at all. There was no type of rhythm at all. Like I can't even tell you what the flow was because there was no flow. Yeah. They were just there. Yeah. It was crazy. Like playing pickup basketball, man, with with I don't want to say with randoms, but just like just playing pickup ball. It's like you don't got a team that flows or you just don't have no nah, I wanna I don't want to say that. I wanna say that. I don't want to say that because they play at a high level. So that's different than pickup basketball. But this team needs something together. I mean, I understand they got they made it work last year with a lot of transfers and everything. But when you have there's the a lot amount of transfers that you have at the high level that you have them as like you got Anisa Morrow, who was the 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 girl at DePaul. The got Haley Van Lip, who's the girl at Louisville. And then now you're bringing them in to come play with Andrew Reese, who's the girl here at LSU, and Flaja Johnson, who's also the girl here at LSU. Like, mm-hmm. somebody's going to have to, you know, take a step back, take a back seat, like, sacrifice you, you know? Some, yeah. They all have to figure out how it's going to work with all of us here. Yeah, they, we, we're a strong team. We got a strong five, but we got to, we got to, Find out a way for this father to be strong. You know, we got to make sure this father's strong. It's a fact. So, yeah, man. Um, I mean, 
Shout out to Frida Foreman, though. She giving them bucks. 27 points, 7 three, 5 assists. She was giving them straight buckets. Like, buckets. And then Aronette Vonley was going right at injuries. Had no problem. 24 yeah. points, rebounds, 4 assists. Only missed 4 shots. Uh, Frida Foreman only missed 6. Jana Sharad had 19 points, 6 assists, 8 rebounds. They came ready to play. Um, they knew what this matchup was going to be. They knew, um, you know, the team they were playing. They they've got social media. They've seen oh, everything. Oh, um, people saying they want the smoke and yeah, you Barbie this and you can't. They see mad. Them. They mad. I remember that live. Injuries went went alive right after the Haley Van Lift like stuff came out. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah, they mad. Now, do I agree with yeah. that? They yeah, are man. That's why they coming at y'all playing at playing y'all the way they playing y'all. Yeah. Now, do I agree not, with everything uh, people are saying about injuries? No. Um, I think uh, it was. I think it was bound to happen. As soon as injuries had a bad game, they'd be like, "Oh, well, you should have been doing this. You should have been doing that." And you know, and that's oh, lame as hell. It really is because that's you lame as hell. You ask for people to you ask for these women to get these opportunities and to get these uh you know these investments. Yeah, and then when they do you use it again. and stuff, but whenever yeah. they, it's a distraction. And they um, use it that make Bro, the girl's twenty one. She getting her bag. She's in right? college with a lot of money. She's having fun. Like yeah. she the hottest thing out right now. That's why you see her everywhere on every commercial. She's in the 2K commercial. She's in the uh uh the Lotto video. She's in she's on TikTok. She's in she's doing stuff a 21-year-old girl will be doing in the summertime. And y'all policing that. For what reason? Why y'all really make me sick with this dumb? Ooh, that made me want to curse today. Y'all made, me, y'all made me sick the way I talk about people. The way y'all talk about black women. In the sport, the way I talk about players in the sport, black players in the sport in general, soon, soon, soon as they don't perform to the standard you want them to perform to, as soon as they lose something, oh, it's because of this, oh, it's because of that, this, that, that. I mean, yeah, we do the same thing with white players too, but I think with black players, it's a little more and it's a little more personal. It's a little more personal, and I don't like that. I don't like that. But this ain't. The end. It's one game. They lost to Colorado. So what? You know, shout to Colorado. Throw your watches up. Ain't played in March or ain't played in November. Yeah. Not playing March. Anything. This gonna make them better. This gonna make. They gonna learn from it. This gonna make them better. They dropped one hundred something tonight on Queens College. Should have been a really humbling loss, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. They they gotta learn from this. You know. Um. Let's see. What's the rest of their schedule looking like before they play? Virginia Tech. They play Miss Valley State, Kent State, Southeast Louisiana, Texas Southern, Niagara. They got a college in Niagara. Niagara. Uh uh Virginia and then Virginia Tech. And then after Virginia Tech, play Louisiana, Meanese, Northwestern State, Cobbin State, Jack. They know a conference week, bro. What what is going on here? I mean, but like same time, non-con is like I don't know. It's like you don't play all your big games in non-con. Like your big games are your conference games, but same time, you kind of want to see some ranked opponents in the non-con. 
So, I don't know, man. I know whenever I saw the non-con schedule, I'm like, oh, here they go again. They're not being allegations. But, yeah. I mean, they'll be straight, though. They'll be straight. They'll still, they'll still be like a top five team. Top ten. Like, I feel like they'll drop to maybe like, let's see. They'll probably drop to like maybe nine or ten. If that, I mean, cause you gotta think of who lost this week. Like, yeah, Notre Dame lost. Yeah, Tech lost. Um, trying to think of who else. Yeah, they gotta drop to at least seven, maybe Cody. eight. Yeah. Um, shout out Caitlin Gilbert for the ball. She's she had the first triple double of the season. 12 points, 10 rebounds, 10 steals, 5 assists. Shout out uh, to her. I, I believe this was tonight. So, shout out to Caitlin Gilbert. Yes, this was tonight. Shout out to Caitlin Gilbert. Okay. Word. Guard for DePaul. Word, word, word. Uh, anything else WBB related? Uh, Not that I can think of. I'm sure once, I, once we end the show, something will pop up. But not that I can think of. All right, Coolio. All right, um, transitioning into men's basketball, the men's side. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> you said men's basketball, and I was thinking NBA. I know. Transition over to to the men's side. Um, it's a new season, you know. Um, I don't want to get too too deep into it, or whatever. I mean, we had a full week of basketball. It's great. Um, both of our teams look great. I so that's why I want to ask Tariq. How do you feel about your Kentucky Wildcats going into the season? Same way I did when we left off last year. I need to see it. I'm tired of seeing names. And, oh, we got this dude, and we got this dude, and he's ranked this, and he's ranked that. He's going to be this in the draft. And this yeah, in the draft. You, you were talking a little bit of that talk during the, during the summer. He's like, no. oh, I, I mean, I'm human. Like, yeah, yeah. we got this. Yeah, we got this dude, but when it comes when it comes down to like playing and like, oh, we play Kansas, like am I expecting us to beat Kansas? Sure. Am I gonna be mad if we don't beat Kansas? No, because I'm not put I'm not putting my my faith and my hopes in to a team that hasn't proved nothing to me yet. You know what I'm saying? Like what's the point of, you know, being like, hey, you know we better win tonight? Like, why? Oh, we need to win every single game. Right. I've, I've been watching this team struggle with teams like Robert Morris the last couple of years. Like, yeah, I'm not even about to, you know, I'm not even about to like get to a point to where I'm like, I can't believe we're doing this again. Like, I'm not even going to be shocked. Now, should we be better? Do I expect us to be better? Yes. Do I expect us to, to you know, make some noise in March? Yes. But I'm not about to be on here like, yeah, yeah, better. Unless we come out like just start going crazy, then you know, obviously, you know, I'm a fan. You know, my like expectations will rise, but and I don't think we don't have a talented team. Obviously, we got DJ Wagner, we got Justin Edwards, Antonio Reeves is back. Uh, we've got Rob Dillingham, you know, one of the people that people are talking about the most. So we got a talented team. It's just they got to put it all together and they got to make it happen when it matters. You know, you, uh, the last couple of years we've had some some talented players and. Um, 
you know, they've ended up going to the league and, and, and being good players, but um even I mean, but really honestly the last couple of years we've we haven't gotten a ton of players to go to the draft. I mean, maybe one or two. We've been having we've been having we've been having the players come back. So uh Wildcat, uh which we'll call a draft pick. We had Shibwe didn't get drafted. Didn't get drafted. Uh, Jacob Toppin yeah, was a Kaysen Wallace was drafted in the first round. Okay. Livingston was like the third to last pick in the draft, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so what three players are in the league now from last year's squad? Um, we had Brandon Boston Jr. a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, Olivier Saar, Keon Brooks, Isaiah Jackson. Um. Uh yeah, I mean, I mean obviously a couple of years before that we had quickly Richards, Tyrese Maxey, Hagens, um, Johnny Juzang. So, you know, I'm just I'm I'm waiting to see what happens. I'm not gonna get my hopes up too high. I'm not gonna get my hopes too low. Just gonna watch and hope that I am pleasantly surprised. Cool. Heard it here first, Tariq's. Just gonna watch. No high expectations for his Kentucky Wildcats. But it's the same. It's the same what I do with most of my teams. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, Tariq's not the same, guy. And the same way I'm with the Yeah, hey, this all year. This all year. That so, I've never heard no, Tariq say the that. The only team. Allah, 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 Allah. I have heard Tariq say that. Like, only team I'm like definitely Clemson, UConn. They give me two. The sky. Oh well, that's Ca- well, that's Candace. That's different. I'm sorry, not the sky, Candace. Yeah, that's different. Kansas is different. Hey man, Sky and four. Just like Naomi Osaka is different. Shout out Naomi. Know. She she just said that she playing a tournament in the beginning of the season next year. So we we lit. Oh uh, yeah, I can't wait for it. Gotta add gotta add to the collection. I, I need that. Right, so what starts the year off in tennis? Uh, uh Australian Open. Well, it's like that's the first major, yeah. First major, okay. Then like end of January, early February. Yeah, I remember watching. Yeah, she got for them. So I, remember waking up, I remember I remember staying up to like three, four in the morning to watch her and Serena. That's it. That's it. Yeah. It's great. It's like excellence. Hey now. Nah. You know, I love it. Right. <laughs> I love it. Sue me on root for anybody that's black. In what? In what do rags? And he said something about do rags after that? Oh, he said, um, sue me for for everybody is black. Spent about two racks on handmade do rags. Yeah, it's a good song. Anyway, good album by Wally. Wally slept on this, but it's not a music podcast. It's a Shout out DMV. Shout out DMV now. Stop playing on. Shout out DMV, man. You got a choice. Bored. What about you and your, your dookies? That sounded so weird. That's why I said it like that. Because they do. That sounded like a a a, a slight. It you know was. I respected your your Kentucky Wildcats. That's fine. You know, as I, I respected them. I didn't tell you how disrespected how disrespectful you came at my my Duke Blue Devils. I said Dukies. Anyways, man, shout out to the Duke Blue Devils. They say it on TV. Hmm. I didn't heard them say it. During the uh, college game day on TV, what you talking about? The Dookie. 
Dookies. Look at them now. They anyway. all out of state for no reason. Shout, shout, shout out to the Cameron Crazies. Do Blue Devils. Shout out to them boys. You damn Skippy. No, we Skippy. Were, I remember we used to do that during basketball games too. Far away from the basket too. Wasn't even close. When y'all boys in the bleachers like this, can't nobody even see y'all. First of all, high best school fan base in the world, man. Y'all ain't even behind the rim. Best home court. Y'all on the, the side. world. Best home court in the world, bro. I don't care. Best home court in the world, man. Yeah. In the nation. I went to a game. That's cap. What you went to a do game? Oh, I thought you were talking about Staff uh Stratford. Oh no, hell no. That's why I was like, that's cap. Why the like, hell would you? Why y'all trying to make me cuss tonight, man? <laughs> oh man. Oh, I've had like eight moments where I wanted to cuss in this pod, bro. Damn. Because that man tight. Listen, but shout out to the Duke Blue Devils. The boys is number two in the nation right now. Um, they got some tough matchups. They got some tough games coming up. They got Arizona tonight. They got um, Michigan State on Tuesday, Champions Classic. You know, Michigan State lost to James Madison. Yeah, that's crazy. Lose to a mid-major in your first game. Hey, where, where's James Madison at? Virginia. DMV, baby. Yeah. They used to be in the CAA. I said I, – I, I was like – they used to be in college college and we obviously used to bust their ass every year, but – McCall. I did they did some rearranging in the conference, like North Carolina AT is in our conference now. And I thought James Masters still was in our conference. I just thought we added some HBCU to our conference. But no. James Madison is not in the Sunbelt conference. Still bad on Michigan State to be losing to the mid-major team season. Um but yes, Duke Blue Devils, my guys, my boys. Things are looking good for Duke, man. Um, Kyle Filipowski is playing well again. Um, just all in all, man, I'm excited to see this team and excited to see where they go. You know, they got a lot of young talent. Jared became one of the best shooters in, in the nation. Um, Tyrese Proctor is going to be a big year for him. Going to improve role. Yeah, you better hit it. Yeah, hit it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, man, but I don't know, man. Like you, I don't have big expectations. I mean, I think cap, cap. I don't have big expectations for so the if y'all be Arizona. I'm lit. Michigan State, you're not gonna come here like, yeah, you know what? We win the chip, baby. We going to the nation. We should win those teams. I mean, win against those teams. Hmm. In my opinion, man, like we're the number two, number two team in the nation. Arguably, could have been number one team in the nation, but shout out to Kansas. Kansas is a good squad. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's early. It's too early for me to have any big projections or anything, man. I just want to see how the season plays out. Um, you could tell we'd be locked into the women's side more than the men's. Yeah, 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 definitely, bro. Because we like, oh man, yeah, I ain't really that excited. But shit, you talk about South Carolina, I talk about UConn. We, hey man, we about to do this and that, and 
Shit, so, I wrote a whole article about South Carolina. I can't write a whole article about Duke at the moment. <laughs> Give me a couple weeks, maybe. But I can write. I can write something about Kentucky. But... I mean, I could. I've been paying attention to the team, but not too much attention. But yeah. hey, my boys got some boys coming in too. Cooper Flag coming in. Got the other dude named that sign too. Damn, that's crazy. I really forgot that was. It, it's I think it's like VJ or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, that's crazy. You just forgot, bro. Hopefully, you don't watch this episode because you just forgot that nigga. Hey, if he, hey, hey, hey. My apologies if he does. Jeez, that's tough. Imagine that. Hold on. Dude, yo, what the heck? Dude. Well, I know they cold as hell. Why the black people not kick? You said why the black people not what? Kicking. They got Taylor Rooks, Michael Smith, and Richard Sherman sitting under the goalpost. And then Fitzpatrick is going to try to kick the field goal. Man, the- I tell you what, hey, I'll tell you what type of that is. So Fitzpatrick, what is Fitzpatrick wearing? Oh, the Boozer Twins came to visit Duke, so I'm 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 lit about that. He he kicking with no shoes on. Oh, he oh this he about to kick it barefoot. What does he own? No way he makes this kick barefoot. Oh, that was terrible, bro. Okay, so Isaiah Evans will sign his national letter of intent with Duke on Monday. So Isaiah Evans and the boy Cooper Flag, Pat. Oh. Oh, yeah. Not gonna try to say your last name respectfully. Jeez. I don't want to mess up names. I'm gonna keep my keep my streak of not messing up names alive. So we good. But all in all, though, Duke basketball, man, I'm gonna be tuning in at different points of the season as the season progresses. Definitely gonna tune in tonight to the Arizona game, and then again on Tuesday for the Michigan State game. Some big games coming up. Um, tune in. Get some. Get some. Hoops, get some uh men's ranked college basketball hoops, yeah. See what's going on. Right. But if it's looking ugly, I'm changing the channel. Uh, my other team, my alma mater, College Charleston, started the year off on a, with a with a dub against Iona. Close game, came out to the end, but they put it out. So shout out to them boys, go Cougs. Um, start the season one one and zero. I'm just mad at these ticket prices, man. I'm gonna talk about these ticket prices right here. But so for the first time in college Charleston history, every single damn game was sold out before the freaking season started. Every every game. Like I saw sold out. I'm thinking like, okay, season tickets are all sold out for the year, whatever. No. Tickets are sold out for the year. So they was like, all right, yeah, tickets start off for the year, but we have partnered with SeatGeek. 
are uh, uh to to be the official resale for tickets. I'm looking at them tickets, man. Them joints. The price of them tickets would be the price that I would have spent last year on three games, maybe four. Tickets were twenty five dollars last year. Why the hell are they a hundred dollars this year? It's all nice. I know. So your answer right there. No, oh, but I hate it. I hate it. I hate it, man. I hate it. I wish I was a student all over again, bro. Like, nothing makes me miss college more than seeing kids go to college games. And I'm just like, damn, I miss that atmosphere. One of the best atmospheres ever, being in a college game, mid-major or high D1, whatever, you go to a big school or you go to a school, school in general, going to a school with a, with a decent attendance, decent uh, uh, uh size, and you guys got basketball games. That's all we had was basketball on campus. We had no football team. Baseball team played in Mount Pleasant. Soccer team played in Mount Pleasant. People wasn't driving out there to go see them, respectfully. Unless you knew somebody on the team. Or, yeah, like you friends with somebody on the team or whatever. Nobody was going out there. They had no shuttles to go out there for us all the time. I mean, sometimes there's some, some like big games, whatever they would, but nah. But shout out to them Cougars, man. Shout out to Pat Kelsey and the boys. Wish y'all well this, this year. But um, I'm on a ramble. It's getting late. Thank you guys for tuning in to a weekend edition of the Hoodie and the Headband. We will see y'all sometime next week. Talk two, times. two times. Yes. We are back to doing two shows. Thank you for, for joining this ride with us. You know what? Here go two more for y'all. I've been waiting to say that all week. <laughs> oh, you got to, uh, the boy got the $2 and he just keep flipping them, making it look like it's not $2. Oh. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> take it, nigga. Damn. Anyways, man. Um, thank you guys for tuning to us, tuning into us all week long from part one and two of the top 25, 25 and under to episode we dropped earlier this week to episode we dropped it at the end of this week. Y'all might not ask for a damn thing. I'm sorry. Thanks. I mean, no this week because get it all. I put all my energy into these videos. We'll get it all. Yeah. I can't promise videos, but everything else. Anyways, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate y'all.